Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, Roger. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you have? It's opinion. I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me, but in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Hey guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Roger Giggs on football. This is episode number 23. Can we hear Roger Giggs? Boom! We are live on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. Ace Podcast Nation, you're home to many a great shows. And by the way, an absolute banger of an intro to this, this, this show. I wish one day we'll get a camera on me and Roger as that intro is playing. <laughs> um, I'm live on Facebook. I'm live on Facebook as well. I put my Facebook up. Yeah, see, proper, proper. So, um, little super six update straight away. Um, check out the Sports Social Podcast Network if you like your podcast in audio. 
platform. But uh, as the Super Six goes, uh, we've had a couple of rounds since our last update. Uh, Mike Pengeli topped the round last week with a cracking 18-point score. Uh, City legend Andy Legg came a close second. The previous round, me and Rodri were battling it out for top spot. Rodri pipped me by one point. He's been copying my scores. Um, Did I get 18? I'm not sure, mate. Not according to this. The week before, you got um, 18. So, yeah, you had 18 and I had 17. Um, But I've still got a 26-point unassailable lead, may I add. Uh, After these two rounds, Gareth Price still top of the overall league. And remember, the next round is Saturday at 3 o'clock, supporting two fantastic charities. I am, as ever, joined by the, the man himself, Mr. Rodri Giggs. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm good. I've been all over the show today. Got up this morning, did the school run. Got in my car, drove to London. Got stuck in a traffic jam, so I had to come off, stop at Milton Keynes, get the train from Milton Keynes to London, do what I had to do in London, and get the train back, get in my car, and come back, and here we are. Indeed, I know, mate. I appreciate you um, being able to do it. Like, you know, it's a little bit late, but it's, no, it's uh, right. I was going to go home, but I thought, you know what, I might as well just do it here. Just come straight here. Why not, mate? That's the, that's the point. I was in the studio earlier today as well. Busy, busy. Yeah. But uh, standard, mate. Go to London, get caught in a traffic jam, innit? I was flying as well. As soon as you got on the M1, and then it come on the talk spot, overturn love and Laura. On uh, near Daventry M1, I was like, for fuck's sake. No, and I was just sat there for two hours, just didn't move for two hours. Ah, oh, mate, it's infuriating. Dennis, drive no. you nuts. No. You been in... It's the first time I've been on the M1 for about 15 years. I used to do it all the time when I was going to London, but now I always go on the M40. No. I never go on the M1. You know, so, like, you know, my geography is shit, innit? So, is the M would the M1 take me like past Kent? So when I was driving to the Mighty Boosh festivals, when I had my um my crash in my car, which fucked my back up, that was I'm sure it was the I'm not sure I think it was the M1, like takes you past Kent, but I don't know, mate, because my I think that was M4, yeah. Is it right. M1 goes from Leeds to London? All oh, right, okay. No, I probably wouldn't be there. M40 sounds familiar, shit road. <laughs> I've never been on it since. Um, mate, it's been a... F- I tell you what, it's been an absolutely insane few weeks in the world of football, mate. And unfortunately, it seems to be like off-the-field stuff. But I'm going to ask you a question, mate. I want your honest answer, as ever. What the fuck's wrong with Kurt Zuma? Seriously, like, <laughs> what? What's going on with these dicks? What is wrong with his brother posting it? Oh, mate, do you know what, right? Right, take out take out the fact of what he's done, okay? Because that was a proper prickish thing to do anyway. It's horrible. But like what I don't get is why, unless his brother secretly hates him, like why would you post that? Why would you share it or so like oh mid? But oh mid, like it's just a horrible thing to do. I just don't understand it at all. Done in front of his kids as well, which is worrying but um for those anyone who's been under a rock and don't know uh, kurt zuma brother posted a video to social media of kurt zuma he basically he kicked he like volleyed his cat a 
across the kitchen and um i think he like punched it or something as well like out of his kid's hand or something like that it's horrible i only i only, i've watched the kick i haven't watched the other bit because i didn't like it i gotta be honest um but they've had that the rspca's got involved in taking a cat taking the cats away from him but like if the, the, apparently this i sort of read something about the french authorities um like if it had happened in france he'd go to jail and they're obviously not happy because he's uh done that but i don't know what they can do because it's in the uk i think wouldn't it but um what was David Moyes thinking playing him, mate? Well, he's not old. He's not old, so that helps. You got booed if he was away from home. If he was away from home, I don't think he would have played him. Because he was at home, his own fans think that's why he probably played him. David Moyes has just basically gone, I don't give a shit. He's my best player, I'm going to pick him. It's nothing to do with football. Yeah. Well, he did. I think it backfired a bit because he got... Uh, technically, he's got a point. But, yeah, it sends out a bad mess, bad message. But, um, yeah, but then again, today, we go on, is it worse than racism? Yeah, I've got to just... That was my next point. Mike, uh, Mikhail Antonio has kind of come out and said, or, like, obviously, like, it's a bad thing or whatever, but, like, he said, is it is it worse than racism? And we do not have this much fuss over when there's been certain incidents over the years with regards to players being racially abused, whether it's by other players or whether it's by fans or whatever it may be. There wasn't this much uh, of a furore, if you like, when that fan came on the pitch on the weekend and smashed, punched the Leicester, Leicester player. So, look, and I'm not, I'm not uh, like underplaying it. Like it is, it's an horrible thing. It wasn't very nice to watch, and I don't really know what the hell he was thinking. But equally, where's the outrage for the for the other? You know, like the racism. Football, and football the... is getting a bad rap at the minute, all over the show. And I was listening to talks. Balls was driving down today, and they were talking about you know the behaviour of of a certain fans who are going there and you know just causing havoc, and, and mm. some some clubs who can't afford the policing. It's just it's just causing havoc, and so it's it's a it's a problem. Like you say, you've got a fan running on and punching a player, and you haven't even heard of it. He punched him twice. No, so, I tell you what, two things, mate. Right, Number know, one, so, just let me finish, mate. You know what it's like. We're we're like, especially over the last two or three years, where people have been locked in, stuck with the pets or bought pets, like I have, and you know they've got the, the part of your family. And to yeah, treat, treat your family like that, it's just, yeah, it's... it's yeah, just, it's sickening, mate. It's just, it's, really just, is. it's just a bully. It's like the way they were chasing it and they were, yeah. it's like, nah, nah, they need, I, he, needs, he needs a good two foot in the head, good volley, see how he likes it. It's just, yeah, um, right, yeah it's, it's not, it's not nice, it's not nice. I've seen, um... But it's, what I, I'll say, is it worse than racism? Is it, so what, what, is it, is it? Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's, no, exactly. It's so it's an animal at the end of the day, but you know, so you exactly. treat animals better than black people. So this is the kind of uh, this is the kind of people are flipping it like Antonio today, and, and the reporter can't even answer him. Uh, yeah. uh
No, and I think there's a thing at the moment generally around the world, not just in football, in everything, that cancel culture type thing where people are looking for stuff to pull celebrities up and people up, whether it's people saying things they shouldn't in, you know, like in a shot, like a Karen in a shop or it's Jimmy Carr's jokes or it's, you know, whatever it may be. People are looking, Joe Rogan, there's people everywhere, the media, people, they're looking for stuff to be offended by and be, um, you know, and, and, and pull people up on and causing problems. However, sometimes people need to be pulled up on stuff. Um, you know, and Kurt Zuma, I don't know what, do you know what you hit the nail on the head when you said it was like the way they were chasing him, chasing the cat around. It was like bullying. And it was, it was horrible, mate. Yeah. And I just think. Scaring the life out of it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, mate. And you're right. Like, you know, cats, dogs, they're part of family, mate. Um, and I, I don't like it at all. And I think, um, so Craig just said there, that's what I was um, trying to say, but I couldn't I couldn't remember it, so I didn't want to get it wrong. But in, uh, he can be prosecuted in France as well. Uh, they brought in laws to stop people doing animal, to, animal, animal cruelty abroad. So it stops people going to Africa or other countries to do like big game hunting. So even yeah. though it happened in the UK, he can still be prosecuted in France because he's a, you know, he's a French national. Um, so it'd be interesting, obviously, to see how that progresses. On the Leicester City thing and the the fan which come on a pitch and attacked him, there's two things I want to say about that. One, like literally, it was basically just in the match report. That was all I really read about it, other than like one article on BBC Online. So there's been nothing really said about it. I get he was arrested and all that. Well, he could have had a knife or something, like, and it could have been a whole lot worse. Clubs, security, stewards, whatever, they got to do better than that. And second of all, he's very lucky that those players didn't just all jump on him and kick crap out of him, to be quite frank. Yeah, and, it, and rightly so. Yeah, you know, he's on their place of work, so rightly so. But no, they've had a good swipe at him and given it. He's ripped a bit of his clothes, but yeah, it's, it's worrying that. So he could have had anything in his hand. Anything. Yeah. You know how these these kids and these moms are going? All all drugged up, drinking. You know, been out on these all day or oh, benders with with. It's just crazy. It's crazy. When when I was younger, it was it's crazy. Just yeah. actually, actually ringing people, right, where are we going to meet? <laughs> so they can have a, a fight. But the worrying thing, it's not like 19, it's 40, 50-year-olds. Yeah, 30, it's weird, man. It's a, it's, there's, there's young kid, young lads there, but most of them, they're grown, man. What was, like, I don't get really what that guy was thinking, like, at all. Like, I just don't understand. You did. They've, just... gone to, they've gone to the, the town... They've gone to meet them at a certain bar. They're not at that bar. So they started smashing it up with just normal people in there eating them. Just having so their lunch. Like so they just started smashing it up. And the people are like, what's going on? I haven't no, I haven't seen that video, but it uh, don't surprise me. There's a video so, they're, all, they're obviously organized to meet, but the Leicester fans have not got there yet. And then the front hmm. on vice versa and they've got there and smashed the flipping throwing things through the windows and everything. Jesus. They um so right, let's let's kind of separate the 
uh, all the incidents. So, like the Kurt Zuma one, look, he could end up getting prosecuted by the sounds of it in France and the UK. Rightly so. Piece of shit deserves everything he gets. If you're David Moyes, after the outcry, because he got criticised from all angles, the, his own fans booed him, uh, booed Zuma when he started. So, like, it's clear David Moyes probably shouldn't have started him. Uh, you know, sponsors have pulled out all this sort of stuff. Do you think that in this neck on to Saturday's game is Kurt Zuma going to be in that squad? Do you think again? Yeah. You think yeah. he'll play him again, even though he got widely yeah. criticised the way he did, and they yeah. lost sponsors. Yes. Yeah. He's got a decision to make, haven't he? Because he either backs down and drops him, or he he plays him until uh, someone else bans him. Because you, you're banning, and he, when he's not banned, and then he gets a banning, he's got and he can't play for five games. Oh, I should have played him. Mm. So the that's their moral compass. That's how they want to deal with it. They've already played him once, so you, you've got over the worst bit, but you've still got to go away from home. So it's lots of way up. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. Uh, like he's lost his Adidas sponsorship and he's obviously feeling the ramifications of that. It's, um, it's going to be one of them, I'm afraid. It's, uh, I just, yeah. I just can't believe it, mate. To be honest, I, I was really shocked by it. I couldn't believe it. The that Leicester fan, he's going to do so a couple of you, couple of months in prison. Yeah, you got to get prison in. Oh, 100%. You got um I was watching a thing the other day which said that as soon as you go over the white line, they could basically like as soon as you go onto the pitch, they could put you on they could put you in prison um if they choose to. And obviously the fact that he assaulted one of the players He's got no chance of avoiding prison. He probably, you know, it'll do six months or something, depending on what his record is. But you know, it is it's just ludicrous, mate. Honestly, ridiculous. Um, so we're doing a slightly short show, mate, today. So I want to kind of gonna fly around a little bit, um, a bit more than usual. Um, a few people saying he's not they've said that Kurzuma's not gonna be playing. But you know what? Do you know what pisses me off about that, right? Is the only reason Kurzuma's not playing if he doesn't is because they've lost money, a few sponsors. Not because they're like taking him out of it because of what he did. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you surprised by that? No, of course I'm not. But it's the same old shit in it with football clubs. It's all about the bottom the owners, line. The owners, are in, the owners are in the porn in- industry. They've got, they've got a moral, <laughs> yeah, they've got a moral true, compass. They've got a rattlesnake. Yeah, it's very true. It's very, very true. Um, mate, FA Cup. Um, we'll start with United and Middlesbrough. That was Friday. United are out. Tell me about it. Another another game where it should, it should be over at half time, and we're actually not killing teams off, and you don't kill teams off, and this is what happens. But it's just Norwich, Newcastle, West West Ham, uh, yeah. and now Burnley. It's just yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Like we played really well in the first half, but you have to put these chances away. You have to, because uh, another thing that yeah, Ian talks about, 70, 76 chances in three games, and they've had three shots on target out of them 76. That's so that's basically game. one shot, one, one shot on target every 24. It's mad, mad that is. Uh, it's it's, that's not good enough, is it, for a, for a, for a top Premier League team? Especially when you consider the play, the forwards they've got, 
like when we talked at the start of the season and when we've been talking throughout the season, generally the forward line is not what is worried about, is it? It's like holding midfielder, high yeah, you, have get, you have to get more because the defence is not good enough to keep a clean sheet. So you have to get more. Yeah. And you're getting the chances, you're just not putting them away. Just think sometime it's going to click and they're just going to go on a run because you can't keep on getting these, these shots, the chances and, and just not scoring them. So I think they just keep working and keep plugging away and keep working. You just got to fight, work, work and fight through it. It's the only way you can do. You can't moan and whinge and no. hands up in the air and point fingers. You can stick together and you've got to work through it because, you know, it's tough times, <laughs> tough times at the minute. I mean, one positive I'd say from the Burnley game particularly is first half, I thought that was probably the best I've seen United play this year. Um, I thought they were pretty good. They created a load of chances. Well, though, the first half, we played well. Oh, the Middlesbrough, mate. Handball. Like, tell me how that's... That, I don't understand why that's a goal. Like, I get the rule change. I understand that. But yeah, it's, like, not, if, it's not. It's not. It's, it's handball. Come yeah, if he, if, he, if he doesn't control it with his hand, big, he big, doesn't score. Big, they don't big, score. Big red flag. What more was an, is like an Altrincham legend. All right, it's okay. The, the referee is an Altrincham fan. Ah, I see. Right, it's one of them. But like, for me... It doesn't I, help, I does it? It, it no. doesn't help. When it's blatant no. like that, and then you look four months, four months earlier, and Luke Shaw, it's identical... But it's given a penalty. It's ident yeah. identical. It's and a penalty. So why is it a penalty? But then it's not yeah. a penalty if no, on the other way. Lack of consistency all the time, oh, mate, isn't it? And it's so frustrating. But like, if that ball doesn't hit his hand, they don't score because the defender gets back in. It just doesn't happen because the ball's set up. It just wouldn't yeah. happen. Well, he control. He he got the ball under control with his arm, and didn't he? And yeah. uh, and the, my thing, I saw loads of fucking idiots on Twitter. Oh, the rules say this, the rules say that. I don't care what the rules say because it was handball, and if he doesn't handball it, he doesn't control it, and it he should change score. it. To, it shouldn't be called handball, and it should be called a technique. Should be called something else because okay. handball is not handball anymore. No, no, it's not. That's blatant handball, blatant. It's just not even talking about it. It's done um, now. Not for the first time, United goalkeeper did not get anywhere near any of the penalties in the penalty shootout. Is that down to quality penalties from Middlesbrough or is it like an issue? Because it's not, I, I can't remember when, but in the last year or so, I saw watched the penalty shootout with United and the keeper didn't get near one. Yeah, no. 151 years the FA Cup's been going. And we've never won. Apparently, well, shootout. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. So you were confident going into that then when the penalty well, started? We've only had three in them 151 years, but we've never won one. Yeah, it's uh, it's a weird one, isn't it? Uh, I think. Um, and Craig makes a good point there, where I said about the sponsors, and and now they've pulled Zuma, like uh, David Goodwillie, wasn't it? They they backed the fact that they signed him, and then as soon as all the sponsors and everyone kind of pulled out and the money went, they it's backed like, out the signing. It's always been the same money talks. Nah, it's a shame. It's one day. One day, one of these uh, football clubs will take up like a proper stand against these the kind of bad behaviour and off the stuff, off the field stuff. Um, well, no, it's just it's just um, 
No, it's unfortunate, isn't it? But it's his own stupidity for, for his brother putting it out on social media. But imagine what he's like when the cameras are not on. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, mate. Before well, mate, if you, if, you, like, if you can treat uh, a cat who's a, like a member of your family like that, like what are you doing to a, other members of your family? And I, you know, I like I just don't get it at all. Like I don't you understand. Like it. The, aspect, the bully aspect, the way they're chasing it and calling yeah. it. Yeah. And if if the parents are doing or the father's doing that, or whatever, what's the kids doing when the parents are not around mm. to that cat? Mm. Fucking bang out of order, mate. Didn't like it. Um, I will say I thought Middlesbrough were excellent for a championship side who made a few changes. I thought they did really well to stay in touch with United and they play, you know, they could have pinched it a couple of times. Um, Sol Bamba, mate, when he stepped up for that penalty, I really wanted him to score after everything he's, everything he's been through in the last couple of years. Obviously he's got a Cardiff link as well. Um, you could see the emotion on his face after he took a penalty, but it was him and um, another former Cardiff player, Lee Peltier, their penalties were unstoppable, mate. Yeah, all the penalties are good, except for obviously a language who... who I felt sorry back. for him, mate. I yeah, felt really sorry for him. It's all learning process, mate. It's all learning process. I remember Ryan, when he was 17, 18, missed the penalty to, to knock United out against Southampton in the Stretford end. Uh, he was only about 17, 18. But you mm. just got to learn from it. You learn from it and, yeah... I read that he was um, he was quite upset. Like afterwards, and the next day, he was really down in the dumps. He'll be upset. He'll be upset in fifteen years' time. I missed one penalty in my career, and it pisses me off to this day still. And it was over twenty-five years ago. Literally, if I think about it, it fucking pisses me off. Mm. But you know, that's what made me not miss anymore. Yeah, yeah. You kind of have the the mental side of it. Yeah. Do you know, on the subject of VAR, um, in the Cardiff-Liverpool game, mate, had, oh, I was screaming at my TV, Cardiff didn't get a penalty, the keeper should have been sent off for an awful tackle. And and you're just thinking, what's the point in having what's the point in having a video assistant ref? Because they don't do anything, and when they do do something, they get it wrong got, half got, the time. I've got, got a good fight, obviously took that on to yesterday and got a good result yesterday, and it's looking even better now. No, Would Swansea, you know I Reading are struggling, Peterborough are struggling. So Swansea okay. needs to watch out as well because they could be caught. Yeah, they could be dragged into it, mate. Hopefully. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um like I said last week, one thing Cardiff have done in the last month is they had a really good window. They they had they needed bodies, but they needed certain bodies to make the team better. And they brought in the right players or the right positions. Um, and those players have made a massive difference to the way the club's playing. Steve Morrison's obviously settling into the job. Um, I thought they did very well against Liverpool. But then it's easy in some ways to do that because it's an, you know, you're not expected to do anything. So I was interested to see how they do against Peterborough. That was a massive game next to each other in the table. And... Cardiff just absolutely destroyed them. 4-0, and I mean, could have been more, but um, the player who really stood out for me, actually, was um, the boy from Leeds. Oh, what's his name? Someone will tell me now. Uh, Cody Dre, Dreymar, Dra- Drama. Um, he was only 20. Um, 
and he's just been outstanding since he's come into the football club. But um, and they're the sort of you know those young players, mate. They're the ones who we're depending on. But yeah, the kid from City looks like he started well, doing a job, mate. And I think that's what it comes down to. You go and you've got a bit of experience, like Jordan Hugel, who's and Joe Rawls. The fact that Joe Rawls is out of contract soon and Cardiff haven't tied him down is worrying with the financial problems as they are. I am concerned by that. So I'm hoping that they tie him down to something for a couple of years because he is the glue that holds up the football team together at the moment. And mm. the table actually makes, compared to probably three or four weeks ago, the table makes for good reading for Cardiff, really. Um, they're 10, 12 points clear of Peterborough, who were there in the 20 yeah, seconds. Good, good week. I want to talk about Wayne Rooney again. I, we won't spend too much time on it because we, we, we spent most of the show last week talking about him. But Derby again, absolutely superb. But um, he did an interview. He's always doing like some, I think it's an Amazon show. Him yeah. and his missus. Last and, night. Um, I haven't watched it yet. I, I will watch it. But the FA has uh, announced they contacted him over comments he made about John Terry because um, it was when United... And Chelsea were, you know, vying for the title. They did not like each other. And he said he was so wound up and angry that he changed his studs that he wore all over his career. It was the only time he ever changed them from those old plastic ones to long metal ones. And then he, John Terry had his, uh, his foot broken in that game, I think. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think he broke his foot because John Terry carried on. Well, he left the stadium on crutches, it says. So yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he, had a, he was left with a hole in, in his foot. Because um, <laughs> John Terry's replied to it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. Then he didn't come off, though. Yeah. He, um, what do you think of the FA getting involved? Do you, do you, do you, <laughs> I just think <laughs> it's like... It's busy bodies. So, it's your own players out. Because you, you see the game's in Saturn's in a minute, but the rules and changes and all the referees and all that's going on. So, Tom. yeah, just... Just stay in your lane because listen, what can they do? Nothing, they can't do anything. All they no, did is change to long metal studs. They were legal studs, they're just metal. But, yeah. Well, well I think it's the it's happened. the thing that he went out to hurt someone, isn't it? He said I wanted to try and hurt someone. And I think that's probably the bit they're on about. Yeah, but yeah, but, he, but you know, he could spin that a different way though. They say, okay, you explain yourself, and he, he can have, he can have a, a solicitor or someone say, well, okay, there's excuses why he said that, and explain it. Yeah. There's no way they're banned. There's no way they're doing anything to him. If they do, it's a joke. But then Craig says that he makes a good point. When uh, Roy Keane's book come out and he had all those rev revelations, and I think he said some more about um, the Haaland stuff, like he got, um, I think he got fined or he got, you know, he got in trouble. Um, yeah, so Roy Keane was banned and fined uh, after his autobiography come out. Come out. I don't know if he was manager at Sunderland at the time. I think he was. I can't remember. But he had a ban and a fine. Uh, mid, I tell you what, what a joke it would be if in the last final part of the season, Wayne Rooney gets like a, a touchline so ban with like five games to go or something. And either Derby hey. don't stay up or do you really think? Up and he misses out on it. 
you really think this is going to the wire the way that they're, they're playing at the minute? Oh, no, I don't know. Like 15 games left. They've got like 40, 50 points to play for. I think they're going to get at least 30 points out of them. At least 10 wins. How many games there left? Was 15 at least. So, yeah. Oh, mate. I can't believe that within two points of Peterborough and they're only, they're only four points behind Reading. That's incredible. So, if, if you look at it, they continue. They're down there for a reason because they're all crap. Derby down there because they've been deducted 21 points. So, they're a good team. So, they're, they're winning. They're picking up points. You can't look at it. Think, yeah, well, yeah. They're down there because they can't win a freaking game. But Derby down there because they've been deducted points. I mm. think, I, I thought it would go down to the wire, but looking at it now, with like 15, 16 games, that's 45, 48 points to play for. Yeah, I say Cardiff are... The 30 points. Yeah. I say Cardiff are in a good position. They've got to play Derby twice. So, like, they could easily get sucked back in if they were to lose yeah, both yeah. those games. And they've probably got Barnsley or Reading or Peterborough again. I think they played Barnsley recently. Let's have a look. Should we see? Let's have a look. Let's have a look. again. Um, so we've got Millwall on Saturday. That'll be tasty. Uh, Coventry, Blackpool, Huddersfield, Fulham. <sighs> There's some hard games there. Uh, QPR, Derby. They're all hard enough. Yeah, I was looking to see if when we put uh, Swansea, 2nd of April. Ooh, that's my birthday. There we go. Birthday present, 4 0 Cardiff City. There we go. Easy, easy life. Um, <coughs> Brendan. Brendan Rogers, mate, under pressure. Uh, I think it's fair to say. In a mad that what when uh, Solskjaer left, we were talking about Brendan Rogers. You kind of talked me into Brendan Rogers being a good choice for United. Yeah, I know you I said a few. I know you said a couple of weeks ago that you'd kind of cooled down a little bit on that. But like, where's it all gone wrong for him? Has he got distracted by the United links? No, I we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, I think, with you know, Leicester are up there now, so they're a team that people want to beat. They're, they're Premier League title winners, just won the FA Cup. And this is where you need a good owner. You know, he's had a little dip. Do you sack him or, and panic? No, you, you ride it out because you know you've got a good manager and see how he comes out the other end. But, you know, everyone's clamming, oh, I bet the Rogers is in trouble. Oh, he's, he's, oh. You know, he's, he, he looks like they've got a really good relationship there with the owner when you see him together after they win the FA Cup. So, no, he's going through a little bit of a dip and some players aren't performing for him. Some players are performing, but, yeah, the others aren't. So, sometimes you go through these dips and you, and you see how they recover and see how they react. So, be interested to see how they react from it. Yeah, it'd be nice to see some football clubs stick by the managers who've steered them through some positive times. Just once. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, think Leicester's that, that that type, I don't think. Especially when he's, like you say, he's just won the FA Cup. You know, I don't realise how big of a deal that is for a team of Leicester. Yes, they've won the Premier League, but the FA Cup's a massive, massive cup. Have they ever won it before? I don't think, didn't think they have. So, yeah, it's still, you, you so. can't say. Or they might have won it like way, 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 way back when Lineken. Yeah, you can't, especially when you know he's, he's a good coach. What are they, 10th, 11th, was it 12th? 12th. 12th, so, yeah. There's, there's a long way to go, but, yeah, 
doesn't help Leicester, when they're up there now. Teams have they've got to perform, so they're always up for it. And if Leicester are not up for it, this is the problem they've got now. They've got to win games every week, and if they don't, questions get asked. That's what mm-hmm. they want to be a top club. That's what top clubs. What happens at top clubs? United, if they don't win, it's a big nightmare. Arsenal the same. Tottenham last night. You know, this is where they want to get to. So this is what comes with it. Yeah, and I think it doesn't help when you've got, after they went out of the FA Cup, you have a video of their players on the piss. Um, you know, that, that doesn't help the situation because the fans find it disrespectful and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, so that's, like, not helpful to him. Uh, oh, there you are. GD Parry says they won the FA Cup, obviously, last year, and then they've had runners-up uh, 1948, 1961, 1963, and 69. So they have, I think it was the first time they'd won it, if his uh, stats are right. Uh, GD Parry also says, he says Leicester uh, are a mid-table team. They just had one superb season. Um, I disagree disagree with that as well, because they've been in the Champions League season after season for the last couple of seasons. They won the FA Cup. I think they've shown that they're they're, they're more of a top four side than Arsenal are in the last five years, six years, seven years. So... People still regard Arsenal as like a team to beat, a big club. So I think you have to put Leicester up there. Um, they're just having a tough time. Doesn't mean Brendan Rodgers is no longer a good manager. I think it probably means he definitely isn't getting a United job. But I think he's still the same manager he was previously. It's just he's having a. They haven't. And Craig says that they haven't brought anyone in. I'll say this is where you need a good owner. And, you know, you don't panic. You know you've got a good coach. It's not all, you know, chocolates and roses. Sometimes you go through little dips and this is where you need to stick together. Like I said, a good owner, a good relationship. And and Brendan Rodgers seems, you know, he's a good coach. And like I say, they look like they've got a good relationship. So, yeah, I'd be astonished if they sat Brendan Rodgers. Astonished. Yeah, it'd be a weird one, I think. Um, Will (laughs) asks... Hey, we should bring in... Yeah. That's a good point. And I tell you what, the way United are with money, you know, maybe they'll bring Rodgers in because he'll be free. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 the only person you could probably bring in who probably bring excitement is Wayne Rooney. But he's not going to go on Leicester. Just turn down everything. Pochettino. He's not going to go on Leicester. Leave PSG. You only leave PSG to go to one, two places, Real Madrid or Man United. Just don't get it. But. You don't need to go to Leicester. No disrespect to Leicester. Yeah, they're not quite there yet, are they? Um, no. In terms of those, those <laughs> guys' of clubs. They'll never be there. They'll never be there. Well, you never, you never know, mate. You never know. clubs in the world. Will says, uh, should they get rid of VAR and introduce a manager challenge like in the NFL? Good question, that is. So if you win the challenge, you keep the, the keep the flag on that. Yeah, you, you keep the challenge then, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, but NFL, they have someone upstairs looking at it. Will they have the time to look at over that before the game? How long? It's a different kind of game. NFL, it's stop and start. When it happens yeah. to football, it keeps going and there's no stop. So who's going to look? Everyone's on a bench. There's no screens. Mind you, they do have screens these days, don't they? But yeah, some of them do. Yeah. 
game time, isn't it? Kind of like waiting for like someone's fire stick or the BT. Yeah, it's like in cricket and tennis as well, like, because there's a there's a break, isn't there, for them to do the the video check and the crowd get involved and all that. But like you say, you don't get that in football. There's not necessarily. Why do we argue about? Why do we argue about that? Is there a problem in rugby league with the TMO and rugby union? But that's because they get it right, don't they? So it's just the people who are dealing with it. Then it's not. It's they not should a, have ex-players. It's the problem. It's the people dealing with it because it should yeah. be black and white. Instead, we're still getting inconsistency. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I, I, I because agree. it's a different opinion from a different day. Sometimes this rules. ref might give it, but this ref won't. Mm. There's no different consistency. Rules, mate. They keep changing the rules halfway through the season as well. Yeah, exactly. Ludicrous. It's handball. Oh, that last season it would have been handball. This season it's not. It's, it's fucking hand. It's handball. No, I admit, I, I just don't understand how you can change the rules halfway through the season. Or like into the season, it's it's mental. Um, yeah, I don't get it. They um, let's have a look. What else we got? Um, Owen Jones says defensive injuries have really been Leicester's problem. Uh, Justin and Fofana would have made a massive difference to him. I like Fofana. I think he's a really good uh, good footballer, good defender. Um, they have been unlucky, but they've also just had a January window. Like you look at some of the did players that certain clubs have brought in. Um, Everton, Newcastle, Cardiff. You look, they've they've potentially turned their season around by bringing in the players they needed. Leicester had the same opportunity to bring in the players they needed, and they didn't. So they've got to kind of live with that. Brendan Rodgers is involved in that decision making process. Do we need players? Are we going to stick with what we've got? It is what it is. But you know, I just think they they could have done with some fresh blood, maybe just to. To sort of sharpen things up, freshen things up a bit. In Leicester, uh, yeah. It's difficult to get people in January. It's like it's not a good time to bring people in. All you the can't clubs... tell me, mate. Sorry oh, to interrupt you, mate. Right, you can't tell me that Daddy Ali or Van der Beek wouldn't have been good signings for Leicester. Say, no, just as, as an example. No, no. no. Why? I'd rather play Tillemans, I'd rather play, especially yeah, Madison, isn't it? Madison's oh, been like really well. Van der, Van der Beek needs games. needs games to get going. Deli Ali, what I've seen of him, he's finished, he's done. <laughs> his attitude stinks. Well, I don't understand where, what's happened to him. Three years ago, he's a world beat, and now he's, a sh- he's the shambles. You can't, you can't, you can't, he didn't do anything. Do you see him so, roll up in his car to his first meeting at Everton? Mate, it's with different, different, you know, people who rock about in Rolls Royces and Bentleys, that smells to me as successful. Uh, Yeah. So not, you know. Average. You've never won a thing, but it's his money. He can do what he wants with it. Like back in, like, if you sign for a club, you'd expect to be with your suit, suit and tie. Instead, he looks, you know. And then, you know, it's, it's worth about 10 grand what he's got on. Yeah, mm. it looks like about ten pound what he's got. <laughs> but you know, what do I know? Yeah, I don't. He he he's got. If he doesn't want to go down as a like a wasted talent or whatever, you know, like you know, there's various players over the years who never quite fulfilled their ability. If he doesn't want to go down on that in that type of list, he's got to sort himself out 
over the next couple of years because what's he do? he's done nothing for at least two years now. Um, and you could blame Mourinho to a certain extent, but like he's got to take responsibility. He's he's serial winners yeah. who don't want you in the side. There's a reason. Mourinho, Conte, come on, come on. They they want don't want you in your side because you don't work. You're a lazy fucker. Plain mm. and simple. Why else would he not be playing? Because yeah. he's actually stinks. He's not running about and training. He's not putting the work in. So that's why he's not playing. That's why he's getting splinters in his arse every week. And he's down gone. Everton. On that Spur, on that Spurs documentary, I couldn't believe how arrogant uh Deliari was when Jose Mourinho was speaking to him. Like I couldn't believe like the like the the way he was coming across to Mourinho. He's a different, different no different mentality, haven't they? Played the World Cup. He's got played in the Premier League. He's a millionaire. Yeah. yeah, but like Mourinho at that point, the one I saw, Mourinho was just trying to help him. And he was like just said, Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna say yeah. to you what I want from you. If you do it. This is what's going to happen. We're going to be successful, and uh, yeah, exactly that. Just straight over his head, just like as if he would just add somewhere to be. And I, 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 yeah, I go straight into training. Hey, guess what he fucking said to me? Ooh, exactly. Only a joke of it. That's why you sat on the bench, and now you're at Everton. Because yeah. Frank um, Lampard won't put up with it either. That'd be interesting because I saw. Um, their first meeting, like the way they saw each other for the first time or whatever, who actually joined. And they seemed like very, very pally pally. Like, obviously, they haven't seen each other for a long time. Frank Lampard No, I don't think he will either. No. But... People like that. And he's a, he's a winner. He, he won't probably. People say, oh, he's a nice bloke. No, he, 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 he's you know. from the Mauritius. He's, nice he's like, you when know, he's fucking having a go at Klopp and fucking shouting everyone, calling everyone fucking Billy Big Time. Now, yeah. Yeah, but and I think what people forget as well is like Ryan. Yeah, he learned how to be a manager from from Fergie. Frank Lampard learned how to be a manager from Mourinho. Well, so like, he's got he, he's sprinkled a bit of Harry Redknapp. Well, yeah, of course, there's others. But I mean, when he was doing his coaching badges, coming to the end of his career, like they're the they're the guys oh, yeah. they see day you, in day you out. Some of the greats, don't you? Obviously, take. And, and they've there's no one greater. Yeah, 100%, mate. Right. Um, we're going to wrap it up there, mate, because we're doing a shorter one because we're a bit later and stuff. And you've had a you've had a long day, bless you. Oh, yeah. But um, are we still live on Facebook, mate? There? Oh, I don't know. Away? I know. Are you live on Facebook on your yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Away, the lads. Common at a full stop. There's that. Craig, are you? I will finish on this. Craig says, um, there have been issues with the system referee in rugby league and rugby union, um, similar to football, interpretation of the laws, also the TMO not always showing the right angle of the, the pitches and stuff like that. However, because it's on the big screen in the stadium, the fans can see it. And I think that does help because the fans are in cricket as well. Like the fans, even when they get the decisions wrong in cricket with the video stuff, the, the fans don't care though they don't make a big fuss of it. Because they're involved in it as it's going on. So yeah. they're all having a few beers and they're, they're all jumping around. But they're involved in that decision-making process. And I just think football needs to sort it out. Because otherwise, mate, quite frankly, VAR can get the fuck. I'm bored of it. I'd rather I'd rather football without VAR 
and we can just talk about the referees getting the decisions wrong because that's no, what no. we do anyway. It's um, it's just it's just ruining it. Bla- yeah. blatant, the blatant ones though, not like oh, like how's he missed that? The blatant ones. Nah, mate. It's, uh, oh, I find it frustrating. It's just annoying, but you 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 hope they'll get it right, don't you? Yeah, one day, one day, mate, one day. Um, so. We got uh, Super Six on the weekend. Don't forget to do your your predictions, yeah. so I can smash you again. Got to get that lead up to thirty points. I think nice thirty point cushion. You can start getting the champagne. I'm gonna have to work out how you copy me, so I'll figure it out. Ah, uh, mate, don't start with this now. It's all I've had off you. Why are you copying my results for? If I was copying you, I wouldn't be twenty six points ahead, would I? Twenty six points. You had a five week start, right? But I didn't score any points in those five weeks, did I? So that's the problem, isn't it? Didn't that's... score any points in five. Oh, weeks. I had like two in my first like six, seven weeks. I scored like three points here and there, two points or whatever. Like... Oh, five threes, that's 18 points. Yeah. Five threes, 15, so that's 15 points. Clutching it, clutching the straws now, mate. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Um, no, no, I, uh, as always, mate, appreciate your time and appreciate you jumping on after you. Uh, yeah, make sure you stay awake. No, I'll be right. When you drive into Cardiff, uh, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, probably March. There we go. We'll sort something out for then. Probably um, March. When are you coming here? I know. I gotta work it out tonight because of travel and stuff. But I am gonna gotta try and sort it out. I think um, there's a half term coming up soon, so I'm thinking. Um, like the week after that, maybe try yeah. and sort something out. Maybe come up on like a Friday. Sweet, but uh, I don't know yet. Right, ladies and gentlemen. For, as always, thanks for joining us. Thanks for all the comments and the questions. And a slightly short show, but um, we wanted to make sure we got one in. Talk about the uh, the shit show that is footballers. Uh, we'll see you next week. I'll be back on Sunday for the fight show, where we are joined by a UFC. Legend. Who? Who? I'll tell you now. Sports Social Podcast Network.